Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Messy Masterpiece Podcast with Chad and Tori. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, you guys. Happy Sunday. Sun-yay. Sun-yay. Yeah, there we are. <laughs> Anyways, as always, guys, we want to make sure that you're taking time to plan your week. Mm-hmm. Whether you take 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, and plan out what this week's going to look like for you. Think about yeah. different rhythms you can create. Think about different things you can work on. Think about if you're like overwhelmed with your schedule or you're a little underwhelmed where you can kind of integrate some things mm. like, oh, I'm going to uh, write a handwritten note for someone that I've been meaning to reach out to or yeah. something like that. And also pick a word for the week, which is yeah. something that you can kind of actively work on and prepare on. This is something that Tori and I are actively trying to do. And so we obviously are encouraging you guys to check into that too yes and also don't forget we are in the middle of our 12 days of christmas giveaway to celebrate our 2 million downloads and so if you want more information on that make sure to go back to yesterday's podcast episode to get all that good info amen and so we are rounding out day five of our roots and fruits devotional from the bible app there's mm-hmm. a link to that in the description if you want to follow along I'm going to read the two scriptures, and then Tori's going to read the Devo. Let's do it. This The first scripture is Matthew 7, uh, verse 18, and it says this, A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. And the next verse is Philippians 1, 6, and it says this, Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. So the devotional says, the big picture, God promises fruit to those who belong to him. Our efforts as believers are important, but the one who is most responsible for our growth is the one who holds us in his nail-scarred hands. A tree can't tell itself to produce fruit. It needs the right nourishment, water, and sun. And our nourishment is what we talked about together in the previous days, including prayer, community, and being rooted in God's word. Yet the biggest factor in our fruit bearing is the work of the spirit in our hearts. And here's the great news. God promises to complete the work he starts in us. God wants to do a beautiful work in our lives. He is patient, loving, and faithful. When the good he is doing is hard to see because of the storms or sins, God uses heartache to draw us nearer to him. What a promise. Even on the worst days or weeks or months, God remains faithful and uses the very heartache and weariness we're experiencing to draw us close to him. God never promised we would have a problem-free life, but he did promise to take care of us and equip us. And through him, We will come out victorious. So today, ask yourself, what is one way you have seen God change your heart over this past week, month, or year? And how can you allow this to give you hope for future growth in him? Mm. There's this part that you read that really stuck out to me, which was a tree can't tell itself to produce fruit. Yeah. It needs the right nourishment, water, and sun. Mm-hmm. And I think we all should just like sit with that for a minute. Yeah. Because I know that, and I'm not trying to hurt anyone's feelings by just coming out firing right now, but I know that there's this like big thing right now where people like manifest it, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just like, I just want to be clear that like you're not going to make changes in your life by speaking it over yourself. Like you can speak positive messages over yourself. You can, you can, um, 
you know, you do the whole positive affirmation thing. You can fight negative talk tracks. Like I'm mm-hmm. not saying that speaking positively doesn't help. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is what's going to change your life is by surrendering to God's will and taking intentional steps yeah. to getting into a position that's going to help you achieve that thing, right? which is going to be memorizing God's word, which is going to be finding community that holds you accountable, yeah. which is going to be getting yourself involved in, I guess, like a community that's going to mm-hmm. help you pursue the thing that you're looking to pursue. Yeah. And so like, for example, if you're looking to, you know, get in better shape, I know this is just an easy low hanging fruit analogy, but obviously going to McDonald's with your friends at 11 o'clock at night is yeah. not going to be the way you do that. Right. And I almost sound kind of frustrated because I, I think I'm, I sound frustrated because I'm frustrated with myself, mm-hmm. you know, because there were things in my life that I'm like, I'm like preaching to myself where I need to change those things. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm like, wow, Chad, you yelling at yourself is actually not going to help. You need to take intentional steps. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you need to do this. Yeah. Because just like a tree can't tell itself, okay, it's time to produce fruit. No, yeah. has to be in the right season. AKA yeah. God's timing yeah. has had the right amount of water, mm-hmm. which is the community around it that lifts it up. Yeah, that's really good. I love that. I love your take on that. Um, I want to get back to that question too, that says, what is one way you've seen God change your heart over the past week, month or year? And how can you allow this to give you hope for the future growth in him? And I feel like it's a cool question to ask yourself, you know, at the the end of the year. And I really encourage y'all, even if you want to pause this devotional right now and truly just think about, okay, if I look back on 2021, what was that one thing that God kept teaching me? And I think for Chad and I, a lot of it was a lot of trials and a lot of testimonies and seeing God like come through in moments where we weren't sure like what we were going to do in desperate moments and God would come through at the last minute and it really built our faith. But there was also another narrative going on this past year of us trying to have kids and that not happening and God teaching us that there's patience inside of his will and there's, there's patience that grows as you wait for those promises of the Lord. And I think as we look back, we see why God did what he did this past year in other areas. And it strengthens our faith to remember that, okay, well, if this is not our time for kids yet, then when it is our time, we're not going to be asking God why we're going to be saying, Oh, okay. I get it. Like God, you're so good. And you're so faithful and your plan is so much better than mine. Like thank you for your sovereignty, but also thank you. Like as the devotional said, like sometimes it's the heartache. Sometimes it's the hard stuff that draws you near to his heart. And I feel like to be honest, every month this year, I've had some really hard days every single month, but it's drawn me so close to God's heart. And he's, he's shown me that he is my comforter. You know, and I've, I've seen him show up in new ways in my heart and he's allowed me to be sad. And he's like, Hey, it's okay that our timelines don't align. Like, let me comfort you today. And then also let me remind you how good I am and that I have a great plan for you. And those promises that I've spoken, you'll see them come to pass because I'm a good God and I keep my word. And so I really do encourage you to, to think about that, whether that's right now or whether that's, um, when we're about to pray. Yeah. I really like that because to me it shows that there's like a relationship happening versus us looking at God as our, you know, our credit card, you know, or our magic genie, give me everything I want. Right. Where it makes me feel like, wow, like 
it may not be what I want, but it's what I need. Yeah. And God is always supplying what I need. Mm-hmm. And, and that builds like closeness. Yeah. Intimacy. Yeah, Intimacy. And, mm-hmm. and I, I, I think that we need to hold that to a higher value. Yeah, I agree. You ready to pray son out? Yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this past year, Lord. We thank you for the mountaintop moments, and we thank you for the valley, Lord. We thank you for everything that you teach us. We thank you that we learn things in the valley that we can never like ever dream of learning on the mountaintop, but yet you celebrate with us on the mountaintop moments too, Lord. You are the God of our highs and our lows. You never leave us. You never forsake us, and you always have things to teach us, Lord. And so I pray today that we remember those things, Lord. We remember your goodness. We remember how you're there for us in our hard moments, God. Lord, we just thank you that you are so powerful and yet so personal, Lord, that you draw us near to your heart, that you speak to us intimately, that you want to have a relationship with us, a one-on-one relationship, Lord. You are such an incredible God, and we just pray um, that today you would reveal yourself in new ways, that you would give us vision for the next year that's coming up, that we would get to embrace all the lessons that you've taught us this year, but then take those and be excited for what you're going to do, Lord. You are the God of suddenly moments. We have no idea what's to come, but we thank you in advance for what you have already written Lord, for next year, we're excited to see what you have in store. And so right now, Lord, we're going to open up the floor for our listeners to continue in prayer, and we're going to be praying in agreement with them. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. We appreciate you tuning in. And don't forget, you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. And also don't forget to go listen to yesterday's episode so you don't miss out on our Christmas giveaway. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Ciao, ciao, ciao.